What does the gingerbread man use to make his bed? Cookie sheets. <laughs> I got that one from Reader's Digest, and that's funny. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Starting Sustainability, episode 59. Woohoo! I'm your host, Kaylin Chenoweth, and today we're going to go over last minute, eco friendly Christmas gift ideas, and then what to do after Christmas, and finally, New Year's bucket list planning. So, what has Sustainer Nation been up to lately? I asked. Have you made or purchased any sustainable gifts yet? And here's the feedback that I got. Rihanna says that she asked for Cora balls for Christmas. I forgot about Cora balls. They're balls that you put in your washing machine to collect the microplastics. And she says that she's done most of her shopping, not quite done yet, off of Etsy and helps out small businesses that way. Perfect. I've actually purchased three different gifts off of Etsy as well. Good job, Rihanna. Jessica says that she is recycling all of her old Beanie Babies as a gift to her daughter since she wants stuffies. I don't know what stuffies are. (laughs) And then she asks, does that count? Yeah, that counts 100%. I'm re-gifting a lot of my old stuffed animals to my kid as well. He's getting a Goofy pillow, like Goofy from Disney. He's getting a Goofy pillow and a couple of teddy bears I had as a kid. My mom saved and put in tubs and stored in her basement for about the past 10 years. They are still in very pristine condition. Yeah, so he's going to be getting those. (laughs) And Jessica says that she is reusing all of her gift bags from last year for this year's presents, which, heck yeah, I do that too. (laughs) I've been using the same bags for many years, long before it was a thought to be sustainable. It was mostly I wanted to save money, so I'm going to keep reusing these bags because these paper disposable bags, they're expensive. They range from a couple of dollars up to $10, depending on the size of a bag and where you're getting it from. Sandy also says that she's reusing gift boxes and bags as well, and that she bought her kiddos new reusable water bottles. Perfect. All excellent ideas. I even went to the store and I purchased fair trade chocolate wrapped in foil and paper, so sustainable wrapping, and that'll be my stocking stuffers. And to be honest, it was about the same price as the fancy dancy Christmas looking stuff of Kit Kats and Reese's and Snickers and all of that jazz but it's way more sustainable and significantly less packaging that's going to be thrown away. Very proud of myself for that one. Not only do I keep the Christmas gift bags, the paper ones that are disposable, I keep them and reuse them and the tissue paper year after year. But this year, I've been collecting any type of cloth bag that I find and just saving it to use for Christmas presents. I have two cloth bags that say Texas tamales on them because I bought tamales and they came in those cloth bags, so I saved them. I have a cloth bag that came with a pair of sunglasses. My husband ordered a pair of sunglasses and this bag came with them, so I grabbed that, snatched that up. Throughout the year, we received gifts because it was birthdays, anniversaries, not to mention I had a baby. So when we received gifts from Amazon that came gift wrapped, they came in a big, beautiful blue drawstring bag and yeah I saved that and those are all getting reused too and I'll tell you what all of my efforts to save these cloth bags throughout the whole year have totally paid off one it wasn't that hard it was a matter of just taking the bag and instead of putting it in the trash I just put it upstairs in a tub 
it's my Christmas tub. <laughs> so I shop throughout the year when I find things that I like or I want to re-gift or I make, whatever the case may be. I have a tub that all the gifts go in and all of the bags go in. And then when it's time to wrap presents, I went and organized all of my gifts this past weekend. It took me less than 15 minutes to wrap gifts for five people because it was a matter of taking the gift, putting it in the bag, drawing the drawstring shut, the end. The only part that I had a hard time with was labeling the bag because I do still have stickers. I went a little crazy about an easy five years ago. I ended up going to Target one day after Christmas, probably the second or third week of January, and everything was 90% off. So I stocked up on gift bags and tissue paper and wrapping paper and bows and ribbons and the little name tag stickers. That was before I became sustainably focused. And so since then, I've been trying to use up all that stuff. And I still have a bunch of those name tag stickers. So I'm still using the stickers and trying to put those on the cloth bags. Guess what? They don't stay on very well. I think the real answer is to get cardstock paper, some type of paper, and make a gift tag that you can tie on to the bag. I just haven't had time to do that. And I'd already wrapped all my gifts. So for now, they've got stickers, the ones that are sticking. But my other solution was I have multiple laundry baskets and I have my husband's in one basket, Corbin's in another basket, Colt's in another basket, my parents have a basket. So I just have piles of gifts. They're all upstairs in our guest bedroom that is basically a storage room. That's where everything is right now. Another thing I did this past weekend was I made Christmas cookies from scratch with my two-year-old. I didn't have a rolling pin, so I borrowed one. I also didn't have cookie cutters. I borrowed that. I kind of feel bad that I don't have this stuff, but my husband has been working at a cookie factory for two years now. Whenever we want cookies, he just brings them home. So we have not made cookies. <laughs> and anytime that I've made cookies prior to that, it's always been chocolate chip cookies or snickerdoodle cookies, which are my favorite, by the way, or the kind that you make and you just drop on the cookie sheet. No rolling, no cookie cutters, none of that. So I had to figure that out this year. But it turned out very well and my son had a blast making the cookies and tasting them every step of the way. This past week, my mom and I found a new home for a previously loved sewing machine. My childhood neighbor, her mom, passed away and was quite the seamstress. She made all of my neighbor's clothes growing up. She has multiple sewing machines and gobs and gobs of fabric. My mom went over and helped my neighbor and accumulated a bunch of cloth and a couple of sewing machines because she had multiple sewing machines that she was trying to find homes for. My mom took two of them. It was either that or they were going to go into the trash. And my babysitter's daughter wants to learn how to sew. She is eight years old and she wants to sign up for 4-H and learn how to sew. And my babysitter also doesn't know how to sew and wants to learn. I reached out to my mom, made arrangements, and we met up this past weekend, and I accumulated the sewing machine and all the accessories and learned how to work the machine because it's definitely very different than the one that I currently have. It was really cool to compare the vintage machine that's at least 50, 60 years old to the one that I currently have, which is maybe five years old. The vintage machine is metal and sturdy and has a whole bunch of really cool functions, and mine is 100% plastic, very lightweight. I can tell it's going to break. <laughs> Even more ironic, they're both the exact same brand. It just goes to speak the difference of back then versus now and the quality of products. Now I get the pleasure of delivering the sewing machine to Sophie and my babysitter and teaching them a new skill of learning how to sew. And now they can also 
become more sustainable in their lives as well. I am so close to composting. I can almost taste it. Well, no, I don't want to taste it. But my point is I'm really close. I have the bucket. I've ordered compostable bags because I went to many stores trying to find compostable bags and they do not exist. I had to order them online. But they are on their way. The closest place I have found to take compost is 30 minutes north. That is very, very out of the way because I work 30 minutes south of where I live. (laughs) So I have to drive south every day, turn around, come home, and then I would have to drive north 30 minutes out of the way in order to drop off the compost. But yeah, I'm so close. I got the list of the items that I can and cannot compost. I have the bucket. I'm just waiting on the bags. Once the bags get here, I'm going to start putting them in the bucket. And then I will continue to work on finding a closer location. I did call up the Franklin Parks and Rec Department, the city government of Franklin. I made multiple phone calls. And there is a meeting on Thursday at 4 p.m. that I can go to to find out if anybody in this whole freaking town composts. This is why it's taken me so long to compost because I knew it was going to be such a tedious and daunting task. That is way too much work. It should not be this hard to compost. It really shouldn't. Somebody should do something about that. I am somebody. I'm doing something about it. I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. If you're in the same boat that I am, you're somebody too. And you can do something about it as well. When I called around to find out information about composting, I was told that there just isn't much interest in it and most people don't want to do it. And to be honest, at one point in time, there wasn't any interest in recycling and nobody wanted to do recycling. And now I feel that that is much more common practice. So again, we, Sustainer Nation, will be the pioneers and push through and start making composting normal And once it's normalized, it'll be so much easier to put composting programs together in each town or city and state. When I was out shopping this past weekend, I went to a couple of stores. And I'm so excited because I found reusable produce bags and stasher bags, also known as reusable Ziploc bags, at Big Lots and at Marshall's. They even had a silicone sponge. I didn't even know that existed. I was actually looking for a wooden dish brush which they had some, but they only had wooden handles. The bristles and the bristle attachment piece were all plastic, so I didn't get one. But I did get the silicone sponge. I'm very excited about that, and I'm totally going to put it in my own stocking, so I have a really cool gift to open up on Christmas morning. (laughs) I even found there was a whole bunch of board games, which that is my weakness. I absolutely love board games. And I found a game in the section called 100 Ways to Save the Planet. Turns out it's not really a game, but it is a really cool concept. It's just a box. You open it up and there are a bunch of cards inside, 100 cards. Each time you draw a card, it's got a little tip on how you can help save the planet, like building a bird nest, using a reusable water bottle, all of that stuff. Even more cool, it was the only game, I say with quotes because it wasn't a game, that was not wrapped in plastic wrap. No plastic at all. And guess what? It was fine. They don't need to wrap every single item in plastic wrap. The boxes were all still assembled. The cards were all still inside the boxes. People didn't tear them apart and steal and pillage. Everything was okay. So it's a really cool concept, even though it's not a game. Although I am very tempted to turn it into a game some way, somehow. This episode right now is launching on December 21st. So today you're listening to it, it's December 21st 
or after that. <laughs> so as of the 21st, Christmas is only four days away. Did you hear that? Four days. You have four days left. Let's go over some last minute Christmas gift ideas. And then we're going to cover what you can do after Christmas, as well as planning for New Year's. I too would like to take a break and enjoy time with my family, meaning there will not be an episode on December 28th. So next week, I'm going to take a break and enjoy the holidays. And the following episode will be on January 4th. So don't panic when there's not an episode next week. Just wait until January 4th and we'll pick up from there. In terms of last minute gift ideas, first, I want you to run around and see what you currently have on hand that you can re-gift. <laughs> that is my ultimate number one favorite strategy. <laughs> A second idea, a second idea is bulk treats. Now this gets a little bit complicated because of coronavirus. So if you have access to a bulk store and it's still open and functioning or the bulk section in your grocery store, bring in some mason jars and you can load up with nuts and chocolates and candies or whatever person you're gifting it to enjoys and you can make that your gift. Just tie a pretty little ribbon or twine or something decorative on top of it. And if you're on your way to a party and you need a gift, that is really perfect. Just swing in right on your way. Number three is a bottle of wine or alcohol because it's glass. So that's sustainable packaging. And it usually comes with a cloth bag. So it's already wrapped up for you. If you're able to go local, support a local vineyard or a local brewery. But if not, then at least support a local liquor store. I can't believe I'm saying that because I don't even drink. But it's still sustainable. And I know a lot of other people like alcohol. Number four is a potted plant. Poinsettias and Christmas cacti are very popular this time of year. Do some research on who you're buying the gift for and make sure that they are a plant person. And if they are not, then get them something that is much hardier and hard to kill, such as rosemary. That's a good herb. It's very tough to kill. It doesn't take much water. Cacti, succulents, those are great. But if it is a plant person and they do know what they're doing and they have a very green thumb, orchids are really pretty. Other herbs like basil, oregano that are a little bit more finicky, those are perfect. Keep that in mind that you can do a potted plant. Number five is a zero waste starter kit. No, you do not have to go online and go buy a special kit. Literally rummage through what you currently have and just take some extras and put them in a basket. You need a basket? head to Goodwill. They've got gobs of them or Facebook Marketplace, whatever. Baskets are freaking everywhere. I find them all the time. Christmas tins are also a good idea. My point is there's lots of stuff that you can use to create a zero waste starter kit. Gather up your spare reusable straws, reusable cups, cloth napkins, reusable bags, produce bags, grocery bags, storage bags. There's a whole bunch of them. Whatever you have extras of, gather them all up, Put them in something pretty like a box or a basket. Call it a day. The next one is beauty products. Homemade lip balm, lotion, sugar scrubs, or even bath bombs if time allows because the bath bombs take a little bit longer. Especially if you've made some for yourself already and you have extra on hand, grab that. You can just put it in a fancy little jar, tie a ribbon on it, tie twine on it. Just dress it up somehow and voila! Another beautiful last minute eco-friendly Christmas gift. Other ideas include homemade chocolates or candy, cookies, we just made a bunch of those around here, <laughs> or 
Also, almond roca is very popular in peanut brittle this time of year. Maybe not the fruitcake. I don't know anybody that actually likes fruitcake, but all the other stuff people like. Again, place them in a mason jar, put them in a cute little box or container, and you're good to go. You know what else is a really cute idea? When people take all the dry ingredients for cookies or cake and layer them inside of a jar, and then they tie the recipe on top, another great last-minute gift idea. Are you a reader? Do you have a really good book that you just finished? Take that, write a little note inside the cover on how great the book was and how it changed your life and how you think it's going to be so helpful for this person that you're giving it to. Boom, another great gift. And the last one that I came up with, hop online and buy some tickets. You can buy tickets to a concert. You can buy tickets to a class or a show, whatever the case may be. Most tickets are electronic anyways, and they will get an email as their gift. So it's zero waste and no wrapping hassle for you either. Woohoo! Oh, and of course, the gift of time. Be sure to call, Zoom, message, whatever the case may be. But talk and communicate with your loved ones, especially if you're not able to travel, you're not able to get together. Do that. Show your love in that form. Time with one another, even if it's all digital. Once Christmas is done, what are you going to do with your Christmas tree? If you happen to live near a beach, whether it's ocean or lake, check your local area to see if there's a Christmas tree donation program to help prevent beach erosion. I just did a quick Google search and found programs in New Jersey, New York, Outer Banks, South Carolina, and Michigan for the dunes. And I'm sure that there are many more. Those were just the first few that popped up on the first page of Google for my area. Beach erosion is a really major ordeal, and this is one simple way that you can just take your old Christmas tree, repurpose it, reuse it, and help save the environment. Of all the other Christmas decorations, take them down, wrap them up, pack them away, save them again for next year. Unfortunately, you're only in charge of the wrapping for gifts that you give away. You have no say in the ones that you receive, if you're polite. (laughs) I guess you could say something, but just say thank you. Don't worry about the wrapping. Hopefully, most gifts that you receive come in some type of reusable wrapping that you can save for next year. Tissue paper and paper bags most certainly can be saved again for next year. The gift-wrapped bags from Amazon can totally be reused again for next year, and they are very, very pretty. If you did receive gifts covered in wrapping paper, ribbon, and bows, save what you can to be reused. Sadly, most gift wrapping paper cannot be recycled. Many people think that it can be, but it cannot, especially if there is foil and glitter and all that stuff. It's only recyclable if it physically says on it that it can be recycled. And be careful because many of it says that it comes from recycled materials and that is not the same as being able to recycle it. So for the paper that you're unable to save and reuse, you can now crumple it up and use it to pack gifts that are getting mailed. You can put it in your birdcage to collect poo, or you can add it to your fireplace for kindling. Once all the Christmas excitement is done and over with, it's time to start preparing ourselves for New Year's. If you make New Year's resolutions or goals, or my personal favorite, a bucket list. I strongly encourage bucket lists because you basically have the entire year to accomplish it versus trying to hold a rule to yourself for an entire year, which is a very, very long time. Therefore, I do the bucket list every single year. Much, much better, way more fun, and much more attainable. Some ideas that you can use to create your own bucket list include 
not buying clothes for an entire year. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, that might be a little bit hard. <laughs> I have done it more or less for financial reasons, but it is very, very challenging. So that's great if you are much further down the sustainability path than others. If that is something that does not appeal to you, try to only buy secondhand. Or if you're quite the shopper and you really enjoy buying new stuff, that's okay too. How about you set a limit now? Maybe you're only allowed 10 brand new items and all the rest have to be secondhand. Whatever works for you. It's your bucket list. You get to cater it to what matches your needs and wants and desires. Another bucket list idea to consider is reducing your amount of trash each week. Add in recycling if you don't currently do that. Add in composting if you don't currently do that. If you do all of those and you have three bags of trash each week, let's narrow it down to only one bag of trash each week. Whatever works best for you. Consider different sustainable activities that you've always wanted to try and you've just never done them. Now is your chance to put them on your list. Get a bidet sprayer. Be adventurous. Give it a shot. How about growing a garden if you've never done that? You can do that this year. You've got multiple opportunities. You've got a spring garden, a summer garden, a fall garden. You've got lots of options. And if the whole garden is a bit daunting, how about you just grow a couple of plants? Just a couple. They can be potted. They can be indoor plants, outdoor plants. Whatever is easiest to you. How about hosting a swap party? Now you can do this for clothes. You can do this for children's toys, miscellaneous items. It's basically, and if you don't know what a swap party is, sorry, let me summarize that. You go around your house and you find all the stuff that you want to get rid of, that you want to donate, that was you just want it out. And you accumulate, you and friends, and if you want to do it social distancing, that is fine. People have done this by going to a parking lot and opening up the trunks of their trucks or vans or cars. Just open up the trunk and you have your stuff and everybody is six feet apart. And you, you park the vehicles in a circle where all the trunks are on the inside of the circle. And then you walk around and shop. And you just shop car to car, trunk to trunk, and pick out the items that you want. And everything is done for free. Whatever does not find a new home will now be donated to those in need. How about the idea of transitioning an entire room of your house to be fully sustainable and zero waste? You pick the room. It can be a bathroom, kitchen, laundry, any of them. I picked a bathroom this past year and I just about have accomplished it. To be honest, I have not purchased any brand new plastic wasteful items in the bathroom. I've been able to find compostable versions or zero waste versions for everything with the exception of medicine. That is the only one, all the medicine bottles I've had in eye drops. I have to do prescription eye drops. That's, that's my little hang up, but that's really out of my control. So I'm still going to consider it quite a win that I was able to make that transition. And it took me almost the whole year because I had a lot of stuff that I had to use up first. <laughs> and that's okay. But as I used them up, when I had to get a replacement, I got a plastic free or compostable version. And that's what I want you to focus on as well. There are, of course, many other additional items. Sit down and just brainstorm it. You don't even have to do it for a long time. Just give yourself 10 minutes and start set a timer. Ready, set, go. 10 minutes. What do you want to accomplish this year, sustainable-wise? Or just what do you want to accomplish in general? What do you want to do? I've pulled up my 2021 bucket list that I'm going to share with you now. Number one I have is go foraging. 
I need to either get a book, take a class, whatever, to figure it out. I'm very attracted to the idea of just walking into a state forest. It's the state forest, by the way, where you're allowed to go foraging and just collect a whole bunch of nuts and berries, roots, herbs, mushrooms. I could make a whole meal just from foraging. But at this point in time, if I walk into the forest, I have no clue what I can and cannot eat. (laughs) So I need to learn and get educated on it first before I do that. That is on my list. Also on my list... Find a bulk store to go grocery shopping in. We had one grocery store in town that had a small bulk food section. And because of coronavirus, it has been closed this entire time. And now all the bulk food items are prepackaged in plastic containers and heavily wrapped with wasteful materials. And that's very frustrating. Kind of defeats the purpose, at least from my point of view, on shopping in bulk food areas. I may be stuck making a trip over an hour away, but I really want to find a bulk store somewhere nearby. And by nearby, I mean like within within a two-hour drive to just go there and shop. I, I want to do that. I want to bring my own jars and fill them up at the bulk food place and know that I've made zero waste on that entire shopping trip. Another item on my list is to find a sustainable form of employment. Now, I still have my job and I plan on keeping my job. My boss listens to this podcast. I'm still staying, but I want to find some type of side gig, whether it's paid, unpaid, volunteer, intern, whatever, somehow get more involved in the sustainable initiative. I know I'm doing the podcasting route, but I want to get more involved in the community some way, shape or form. I also want to embrace minimalism. That's a new concept I have only dabbled in. I've seen a couple of Netflix shows about minimalism, but I haven't really embraced it. And I really want to enjoy the low stress, low anxiety, clean house. Because when you don't have all of this stuff to manage, then your house is cleaner. (laughs) I really want to look into that this year. And I hinted at it earlier, but I do have compost and that's on my list from 2020 to start composting, which I'm just now, (laughs) there's only like a couple weeks left, getting around to doing. But I also want to make it easier for others in the town that I live in to compost as well. I want to be the leader, be the push to get composting available to everybody in the town of Franklin. And that might take me the whole year, but that's a goal of mine. And you don't always have to do sustainable things on your bucket list, like I said earlier. So I do have some fun ones that I want to accomplish. I have a relationship builder with my husband, and we do that one every year. So this past year, we did a whole bunch of living room dance lessons. We did that one throughout the coronavirus, and that was fun. And there's a couple others that I have on my list for 2021. I'm not sure which one we're going to settle on yet, but there's a whole bunch of 50 adventurous date night ideas. It's a book that you get. And then there's the 31 day challenge for relationships where you you really hone in and focus on each other for 30 days in a row. Some type of relationship builder. I think that's good for everybody in a relationship to always be focusing on how to work on it, improve on it. And I even have baby number three question mark. That's a possibility. I'm not currently pregnant. Colt's only seven months, so we're going to wait a little bit longer. But baby number three question mark is also on my bucket list. And that's my point is that it can be anything. Throw in some sustainable stuff, but throw in some fun items. If you want to go bungee jumping, put that on there. If you want to go to a theme park, put that on there. If you want to go shark diving, (laughs) add that to the list too. (laughs) It's your list. You get to put on it whatever you want. Have fun with it. 
And the whole purpose is to have a list of things that you want to accomplish. You have goals that you want to achieve. And more importantly, it's giving you ideas on ways to have fun and feel good about your life, especially in 2021. That is all I have for now. I hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, whatever holiday you are celebrating. Continue to stay sustainable throughout the rest of the year. And I will talk to everybody again next year on January 4th. In the meantime, check out our Facebook group, Starting Sustainability, and the Facebook page, Starting Sustainability, and our Instagram, Starting underscore Sustainability. Take these ideas and get your last minute Christmas shopping in and have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye!